name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We're celebrating the Feast of St. Matthew today, which we've transferred from midweek. This is our custom for our patronal feast. And in the Gospel for uh, the Feast of St. Matthew, Jesus calls Matthew to be a disciple with the words, follow me. And the words follow me have both a clear meaning and an ambiguous meaning. The clear meaning is that Matthew was to uh, rise from his table and leave behind that manner of life he had practiced, leave behind his tax collecting business. Our statue of St. Matthew symbolizes this. It has the coins at Matthew's feet that represent his tax collecting business and Matthew has taken up his pen to write his gospel. So he's leaving behind this other thing. That's the clear, the clear meaning. But there is also ambiguity because if we commit ourselves to following someone, we aren't entirely sure where they will go, where they will end up leading us. And this means that we lose some control over the direction of our lives. We replace certainty with trust. In the gospel after Matthew began to follow Jesus, he had a farewell party with his friends. But then what? We can contrast Matthew with what the, is often, the person often referred to in the gospels as the rich young ruler. He came and asked Jesus a question. He said, quote, good teacher, what good thing shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, go, sell what you have, give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. We are told that this man went away very sad because he had a lot of possessions. We could reduce the contrast between Matthew and the rich young ruler to money, but there is more to it than that. Money represents security and control. In leaving the monetary benefits of his tax business behind, Matthew is leaving behind the security and control that he knew. And he was giving control of his life to Jesus. He chose the ambiguity of trusting, of putting his faith in Jesus over the certainty of the life he'd lived for many years. By refusing to follow Jesus, the rich young ruler was holding on to the certainty of the life he knew instead of letting go and putting his faith in Jesus. In confirmation, the bishop asks us, do you promise to follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And if you ended up getting confirmed, you answered, I do. Of course, our commitment, our fulfillment to that promise is only as good as our life of prayer. To follow Jesus, we must continue to pray, continue to stay in connection with God, continue to listen to the voice of Jesus to see where we are being led, to see where to follow. As Jesus said, quote, my sheep hear my voice and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. 
neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. There is no autopilot in the Christian life. To trust in Jesus, to say I, I believe in Jesus, I trust in Jesus means I am believing, I am trusting. And the temptations and tests we face in the Christian life always center on faith and trust. We have some desire, some pain, some need. And the temptation is to find some quick fix, some attempt at certainty and control that can take us out of the ambiguity of faith. And Jesus calls us instead to follow him, to obey him, to trust him, to wait upon him. Following Jesus means we cannot run from our pain. We must walk in it with Jesus. We must unite it with his cross and offer it to the Father with him. This is our cross. As Jesus said, quote, he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Jesus calls us to take up our cross and walk in our pain with him because the sinful part of us must die if we are to receive the new resurrection life that Jesus died to give us. Good Friday is the prerequisite for Easter, for Jesus, and for us. As 2 Corinthians says, quote, We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed always caring about in our body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life of Christ may also be manifested in our body. Our sharing in the cross leads to our sharing in the resurrection. As our old false self dies, our new self made in the image of Christ is formed. We come to a deeper experience of grace and forgiveness, and we grow in our inner experience of peace and joy. These are the things that Jesus promises to those who follow him. Tribulation, peace, joy, and eternal life. The Bible is clear that the call to follow Jesus involves our money. Money is a means of control. If we have money, we can control more things. St. James says that God has chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith. The poor have no resources with which they can control things, so they have to trust. 
We who have resources, we are tempted to control things and not trust. St. Paul says that the love of money is the root of all evil. When we love money, we love control and we lack faith. This is why tithing is a, a central discipline of following Jesus. Tithing is the representative way by which we give away our money. The first part represents the whole. And the amount, a tenth, is just enough to require of us faith and trust. As we commit the first part of our money to him, we commit all we have to God. And this discipline detaches us from material possessions and trains us to live life with an open hand and an open heart. We think we tithe because the church needs money. And to be sure, the church does depend upon the tithes of those who put their faith in Jesus and, and commit their money to the ministry of the church. All that we've done in the 30 years I've been rector here has depended in some measure upon the faith of those who are willing to commit their money to God. However, the truth is that we tithe because we need to tithe. We need to continually give away our money. We need to continually hear the voice of Jesus saying, follow me. And we need to continually leave behind our love of money and our desire for certainty and control so that we can begin to live by faith. As Jesus said, quote, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.